Hello, world, and welcome to another episode of GadgetCast, baby. I am Gregory McFadden, joined by the man who can ruin your entire day just by touching an iPhone, Travis MCP. Yes. Your entire life, it, 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 some people might think. Still, I'm true. still blown away that you ruined that guy's day. I'm still... For anyone who doesn't know, that is the previous episode of GadgetCast. By the way, if you're listening to this one haven't heard the previous one, what is wrong with you? First of all, Travis, of course back. they listen to it. That's why I'm mentioning it. You know, I mean, they listen, they listen to all the episodes and they binge watch them. They assumption. repeat them. We have the analytics. We know, we know they just keep repeating them and they, they love it so much. They can't get enough of us. That's a proper assumption. I think, um, yeah. having said that, if you haven't, you need to, uh, but yes, I will ruin your life. And of course this podcast, which I think might become our first merch is good enough to get fired for uh, hashtag good enough to get fired for. We got we got to get some merch in here. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, you know what? We should make like a shirt with the logo. That'd be cool. It's like a nice purple. I, I'd wear that. Yeah. And then I was thinking about it. the quote. You know, so good it'll get you fired. It's like yeah, it's, I, I think that's the that's, that's the good first shirt. shirt. I think it is. People leave us email. What's our email, Greg? Do you uh, know? It would be gadgetcastshow at gmail.com. Of course, people aren't going to remember that. So just check the show notes. Everything we talk about yes. is going to be in the show notes. And if yes, there ever is merch, it'll be in the show notes. So there you go. Greg's going to do the show notes. I'm actually uh, going to be uploading the video version of this to our YouTube channel. Believe it or not, there is a GadgetCast YouTube channel. Good luck finding it as we don't have 100 subscribers yet. Once you get 100 subscribers, you can actually get a customized URL. But we don't got that yet. So if you can go to YouTube <laughs> and find mm -hmm. us. That would be great. If you can't, uh, go to my channel, Travis MCP, and then in my community tab, I've linked to it. Uh, get us 100 subscribers so we can have a URL. It'd be great. And if you want to see our faces for some ungodly known reason while we're recording this, you can do that. Yes, and if you are watching the video version, my room's a mess. Travis just like sprung this on me. He's like, we're going to do video on YouTube. And I'm like, uh, Travis, I think our, our faces were meant for uh, radio and podcasting. Radio. So. It's true, but we're both on YouTube. So we're both we're both on you. Yeah, you know, my face is there on a daily basis, but uh, <laughs> for some reason, doing it on a podcast, I'm, I'm more gun shy. I'm like, oh no, people are going to see. Me. I greatly appreciate everyone who's listening and, and getting at us, uh, getting at me on Twitter, Travis MCP, and of course Gregory McFadden on Twitter. Uh, we appreciate your feedback and and look forward to more of it as we do more gadget casting. So, Gregory, what are we doing today? Oh, we got we got an excellent show lined up for you, but I wanted to start the show with with Travis. I want to start uh -oh. the show with Travis. How about that? Travis, you that. built an arcade in your house? Uh, what? Yes. I was like so jealous. You got like Mortal Kombat 2 there. <laughs> like I, I would whoop you in that. Oh, <laughs> you so bad. Yeah, man. Uh, I love uh, retro video games. And I've um, I put a video on my channel, uh, Travis MCP, about the retro, basically retro arcade that I put in my house. It's not even really done. There's one more that I want to get. I've out, I'm out of space, though. Uh, I have a home theater where I've transformed one of my uh, bedrooms that's not really used into a theater. And uh, when these uh, arcade one-ups and um, other smaller arcades came out for not too much, two, $300, because once upon a time, you'd have to buy like the ones from the arcades back in the day, like a three four thousand dollars i was like nope oh yeah that's not me i don't got that greg money i don't got that um <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> i don't got that greg youtube money um but here's what um here's what happened so just about a year and a half ago a company called Warky one up came out and started uh kicking them out for about two hundred dollars three hundred dollars depending on when you catch it on sale especially black friday and i picked them up and i got a a, a pac-man 
a Mortal Kombat that has one, two, and three on it. Uh, Star Wars I just recently got, which is uh, love it. For those of you who remember Star Wars, the um, when you're in the X-wing, it's got three games on that, and then a twelve and one. Um, there is a new one by a different company with a. It's larger. Um, it's like almost like almost full size. It's got 350 games built into it. But what's better about it, what's what's amazing about it, which is probably why I'm going to buy it, is you can load your own games onto it. So you just find oh. ROMs on the internet. And basically, it's every single game you've wanted. So we're talking like Genesis. We're talking about arcade games. We're talking about the, they're going to probably support Super Nintendo, like all that stuff. It, so that's it. I'm buying it. It's uh, You can get it on Walmart.com. It's like 600 bucks. Uh, I'm going to wait through to see if there's a Black Friday sale. But they just enabled the firmware to allow you to put your own games on there, man. That's Ooh. it. That's a wrap. I'm done. I'm that, done forever, baby. That's a that's a dangerous route. Oh man. Oh my gosh. Just load up every game on there. Incredible. Man, I, I am you so can play Steam games on there as well. Uh, who, who cares? I, I just want the classic arcade <laughs> games. <laughs> I'm telling you, same, same. I, I have. There's a couple of classic games that are not out in the in the form, but now that I mean, I have the the, the ROMs for them. I mean, le legally. Yeah, I have legal ROMs. Yeah, um, I have these legal ROMs that I would love to play in a full size cam. I'm so excited about that, man. Let me tell you something. When they when that video came out yesterday, as a matter of fact, when some of the guys that um, that I watched were talking about now you can add your own ROMs, I'm like, I wish I hadn't bought that one so I can move space for. Because now here's what's going to have to happen. I don't have any more space in that room. Uh, I literally am going to have to remove the 12 in one. And because this thing's going to have like those same exact games. So it's kind of irrelevant. I'm going to have to either sell it to someone stupid cheap or, or give it to someone. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I need that system. When you can add your own games, that's a wrap, man. That's a wrap. I gotta, I gotta, Ugh. I gotta invest in some of these things. I, th I saw one, one uh, time on Amazon, the one up one. Uh, and it was mm -hmm. like, it was on sale for like, I think like under $300. Yes. Street Fighter sometimes goes down yeah. to 150 on occasion. Do they do they have like a Gauntlet Legends machine? Cuz that's what yes. I need. Oh. They have a Gauntlet. It's built into the Rampage one, which is kind right. of a hard I, one to find. Right. I think I did see yeah. that one. Oh, that's that's and what I need. Gauntlet was cool, man. I yeah. I kind of wanted that one, but the problem with that one is You need um, friends. Yes. That's I don't the problem. <laughs> that's the main problem. It's got three controllers, man. I ain't got no three friends. Yeah, come on, man. It's, it's a it's a rarity, yeah, you know. I'm I'm you know I'm I got Travis's only forty thousand subscribers and no friends. Yeah, you know I'm his only friend. We do the <laughs> podcast remotely, so you know if I was there, I'd play, yeah. of course. But that'd be awesome. Unfortunately, I can't. But no, um, I, I really I really want to check one of those out one day, especially Gauntlet Legends. I love that game. I could I can play that all day long. Oh, such a fantastic game. Yeah. So, what else we got on the docket? Okay. Travis, make me want to go play my game now. Yeah, you know what? Just just go play your game. I'll uh, I'll handle the rest of the show here. You know, solo solo cast 2019, baby. That's how we do it. <laughs> that that'll be my rebranding for when Travis eventually leaves the podcast. Solo cast with Greg. Solo cast. Lost Travis to the arcade game. <laughs> so Travis, uh, Google yeah. bought another company. Oh my gosh! They bought Fitbit. Fitbit. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. Wasn't Fitbit in trouble financially? I Weren't don't they? know. I I guess they must have been if they sold. I don't think a company that's doing super well would all of a sudden go, hey, well, let's sell our company. But I always like in terms of just like percentage of the smartwatch or, or wearables market, 
Fitbit was actually a, a player in the market, uh, uh, you know, obviously Apple dominates with the Apple Watch, but Fitbit was the second player. Android Wear doesn't even really compete with Fitbit. So I was a little surprised to see them sell to Google. Now, there's two different takes on this I'm seeing. Number one, Google bought them to maybe use some of their expertise in helping them build a Pixel watch. That's been a long rumored thing that maybe yeah. Google's going to enter this wearables category. The other take I saw, and maybe this might go with a Pixel watch as well, but the, the more important thing is that Google bought Fitbit because Fitbit has tons of health data and they are mm. gonna use all of that data. So I think yes. it's probably a little bit of one and two. I don't know what's more important to Google, but it's very interesting that they bought Fitbit. I wonder if we are gonna see a Pixel Watch. Well, so I'm just looking here, did some quick research. Uh, Fitbit's second quarter 2019 smart, so smart watch sales declined 27%, which Ooh. is a lot. Ooh. And their overall guidance for the year went down um, about from the original target of 1.5 billion, went down to anywhere between 1.43 and 1.48, which is no small amount of money. It looks like they were on the downward trend, then, even <clears throat> so if they had some success. they were success. having problems. Yeah. Now, uh, you're 100% right. Companies like Google are actually more interested in data than they are necessarily about the hardware. We, we shouldn't be surprised. Because remember when Google bought, what was it? Was it Motorola or who was it they bought? How many companies has Google bought? Yeah. <laughs> and then, I lost track. <laughs> they bought Motorola at one point. They bought... Uh, Nest, which I guess they finally reincorporated them this year. There's a lot of Nest products yeah. now, so at least they're doing something with that. But it's uh, it's kind of like a thing that Google buys your company. Three years later, they kind of forget about <laughs> it, and then they kill it. You know, that's thankfully they haven't killed YouTube yet. I think that's probably like their most successful acquisition. <laughs> yeah, they they bought the um they bought the Motorola uh I think the phone and I remember thinking oh well this makes sense they'll use them uh to um you know, make new phones. And I think they use some of the people to kind of help create like the new pixels. But I just, I don't know. I just assumed that they were going to use them in a much more straightforward fashion. So it's possible that in buying Fitbit that you're hundred percent right. And the only thing they really care about is the data. They don't care about anything else. And the fact that Google isn't selling very much of any particular piece of hardware. So the Pixel 3 sold less than the Pixel 2. Unsure how the Pixel 4 is selling. I think I saw somewhere they said the Pixel 4 is selling more than a Pixel 3, but that's literally saying nothing. Yeah. Um, I know that they, I, I don't know of anyone who has any of their tablets. When they, when the Nexus ones came out, they, those were great. People liked those. Right. I don't, I've never seen a person own any type of like Google <laughs> tablet. That's I've that's funny. That's funny you mentioned that. I, I was reading somewhere in a Twitter thread, somewhere, just some random Twitter thread. Someone brought up that uh, they had like a Pixel Slate and they loved it. Oh, I was, I was just like, I mean, maybe it's great. No, 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 it's not. It's not great. It is. It <laughs> oh. is not great. That is. Wow. Oh. That is a uh, universally known to be like a horrible pro. Like, it was out for less than a year, and Google's like, "All right, we're out of tablets. First, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're done. That's it. We're just gonna focus on uh, laptops now. We're, no more tablets. Like it was that bad. They and just got the out thing. of it completely." Here's the thing, and I've been mentioning that people will ask me like, "Well, are you gonna review the the Galaxy Tab S6?" Which is here's the thing, Samsung makes great looking and beautiful tablets. They're just 
well-designed. But at the end, at the end of the day, they're designed on Android, which is now an operating system that doesn't really, doesn't really support tablets anymore. I mean, Google doesn't even really support tablets anymore. So why, well, I don't even know, understand why I think Samsung's doing it because they're essentially the only real player in the market. So like, well, we'll just take whatever's there, but they're making these kind of higher end tablets. I I'm really curious how many they're actually selling. Ironically, I did a review. <clears throat> I don't know if it's going to be out by the time this podcast is out, but I'm reviewing um, one of the Fire tablets from Amazon, which uh, I reviewed last year, a couple of those. And um, those sell well. Amazon sells those. There's a different reason, though. I think Amazon really has, they're really smart in how they sell them because technically they are an Android tablet, but they put Fire OS over top of it. They have their own um, not quite as good uh, app store. And at the end of the day, they're selling a ton of them. So how are they doing that in a market where no one else is really buying Android tablets when the only real good tablet is an iPad? And I've always, I mean, from before I ever had an iPhone, I had Android phones and an iPad. That was always it. I was like, I like my tablets, iPad, and my phone's Android. And that was always the way I was. And I tried um, Android tablets. I have some laying around here that don't do anything, but they're not as good. So I wonder why Samsung continues to invest in that. And looking at Google, Google, oh, my thing just dropped. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about that. My USB just completely died. Are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. My entire USB just died. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I cannot hear you, but that's okay. Hold on. So I, I'm ha I have a problem with my with my computer at times. Uh, so behind the scenes here, my USB just died. I'm glad that Greg can hear me. So we're just going to continue on like nothing's wrong. Uh, I, matter of fact, let me just finish my sentence here and say, I don't know why Samsung is continuing on with it. Regardless, I think they should stop. Apple is the, uh, Apple is, has this, and I am guessing that they're bleeding cash. Uh, and by the way, I can't hear you, but feel free to, to fill in until I can bring my butt back into the street. <laughs> okay. So while Travis is having those technical difficulties, uh, yeah, I don't really know. Well, one of the reasons why. Amazon tablets seem to sell so well is that they price them so cheaply. Uh, you can get like an Amazon tablet for $50. And then if you go for like some of the more premium options, yes. like 80 to a hundred dollars, like they're very inexpensive tablets. Yes. Uh, and honestly, like I, I have a couple of the fire tablets too, just cause when they first came out, I'm like $50 for a tablet. I got it. Yes. I got to experience this. What, what? Like, Oh my God. And then, and then when it's like black Friday, like you can get them for like $30. And it's like, how is it like, even though yes. it's like, it's not like it, it's $30. Like you really can't complain at that point. And that's the thing. So that's the thing at the end of the day, what it, what it ends up being is a great tablet for most people, like people who want something bigger than their phone, but don't want to spend a lot of money. And they've brilliantly <laughs> done that but I don't see Google doing that same thing. They come out with like high to mid range um, tablets for a market that doesn't want them. Amazon's like our top end tablet is $150 and you can get it for 99 when we put it on sale. And, and next year it's gonna be $20 cheaper. Like that's that's their kind of goal. Exactly. But, but Amazon has those, you know, Amazon wants you in a sense in the Amazon ecosystem. They want you watching Prime Video. They want you using Amazon Prime Shopping. They want you reading eBooks. That's, that's kind of the whole play with those tablets. So going back to the, you know, wearables market, you know, Google obviously has Android Wear. It hasn't been a success. And that's due to like a, a multitude of issues. Um, number one, they can't even get like updated processors from Qualcomm. 
because they're reliant on Qualcomm making those processors because Qualcomm doesn't see any growth in the market and they don't want to waste time and money making these chips if people aren't buying these products. So do you think Google will maybe, we're seeing Google doing some custom chips now with like the neural engine inside of the Pixel phones. Do you think maybe they might start investing, trying to make their own processors for a wearable device? Or do you think they're going to be reliant on third-party manufacturers still? I mean, Huawei's finding out that's a dangerous proposition. Uh, I don't think Google feels like they're in the same spot. And I think the risk versus reward is low. Or sorry, I should say the risk is high, the reward is low. Because how much difference is it going to make to the person that they sell to? Amazon is outsourcing all that stuff. They don't really make any of that stuff. And they're able to do it. Um, of course, they're leveraging their own buy, their own selling power. I mean, they are the destination to buy things. So it makes it easier for them. For Google... Uh, I think they need to just stay out of the top end of phones. We've talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, the Pixel 3a, Pixel 3a XL were both uh, very well received and, and sold very well because they were pretty inexpensive for a really great experience. And this goes, I think, for the same thing for tablets, for laptops. I think you said you got a laptop from them or something. Right. Like, how much is that thing normally? The the starting price is I believe six fifty, but they sent me like the mid end one, which is eight fifty, and it's like it's too much. Do you think it, it's worth eight fifty? No, it's not. That's I, I would I would have loved if they sent me the six fifty one because if it if it ran well with that processor, I I could definitely see it being worth six fifty. That's you know mm -hmm. that's okay, but you know eight fifty yeah. you're getting into MacBook Air and Surface Laptop territory, and when you run into the limitations on Chrome OS, if you want to go like edit a video on a $850 laptop, you should probably be able to do that. But on Chrome OS, you really can't. So yeah. it kind of makes more sense to spend like an extra $100 and start, or even, you can even spend the same price range. You don't have to get a, a, a Microsoft laptop or an Apple laptop. You can go for an HP, a Dell, whatever. They have like great laptops in an $850 price range that you can do a whole lot more on. Yes, yes. Totally agree. And Google, I just think they're, they have all the potential in the world, obviously. They're one, one of the only companies that has the pockets and the resources and everything kind of set up to really take on Apple in a really significant way. And I just feel like they, they dropped the ball left, right, and center. And what they really need to do is establish a user base first, which you can do, which is what you know Amazon has done. And Amazon's kind of spreading out now um, with like their earbuds that just came out, the Echo Buds. They got a review of those coming out. And um, the ring and, the, and the, the, the glasses and all these other things. So what they've done is they've taken an established user base of products because they are able to sell their products. And now they're trying to expand. Google's just like, we hear, we hear, buy our stuff, buy it. Like, well, okay, well, we know who you are when I search for prawn, but I don't know you from a technology standpoint. Like I know you on my phone, my Samsung phone, like I buy from Samsung. <laughs> so I wonder, <laughs> I wonder like if they just need, I think they just need to take a step back and realize that they're cool, but they ain't that cool. Hmm. I, I want to talk to you more about those Echo Buds in just a second, but okay. here, here, let's take it back to Fitbit. They're buying this company. Yeah. They're buying it for the health data. What, what is their ultimate master plan with that? Because I, you know, you see Apple doing a lot of health features on Apple Watch. So are they going to be making a product to go along with it? Or is it just to get that health data? Because, you know, especially here in the U.S., the healthcare markets kind of, the, yeah. you know, Let's not get political, but there's a lot of money to be made in the healthcare yes. market. A lot of money. 
I think Apple sees that with the Apple Watch. They actually have, um, for my health insurance, I, I have Aetna. Uh, you can actually get like an Apple Watch like subsidized if you don't have one. Like they'll wow. give you an Apple Watch. They can, they can track you through the app. You can earn rewards and get gift cards if you're like living like this healthy lifestyle. So there is a market there. If, if every health insurance company in the U.S. just starts giving away Apple Watches, not only is that going to make people maybe, oh, I have an Apple Watch now. Well, I'm on Android. Maybe I should get an iPhone. You know, I really can't use this Apple Watch. But even so, it's just like Apple is getting into this healthcare market where obviously there is a lot of money to be made there. And I think that Google is probably trying to prepare for that. If, if we're looking into the future, a lot of these companies are working on similar projects. They kind of know like the roadmap for a lot of these technologies that are going to be coming out soon. They might be going... We are way behind here. We need to get into this market somehow because if Google's buying Fitbit, I don't think that means tomorrow all the Fitbits aren't going to be in a store. You're still going to be able to buy those devices. So Google needs that data. They must be doing something with it. Obviously, Fitbit is probably going to continue making products, you know, like Apple buys Beats. They, you know, they still make Beats stuff, but there's more yeah. Apple influence in those products now. Yes, that's a good point. I would like to see a Pixel Watch with... Um support for all Android phones equally. I think that's the move. I hope that they don't just go, okay, it's pixel lines with pixel to pixel to pixel, and you know, maybe we'll let you work it with some of your phones, but you, you miss out on all these um, features. That, to me, is the wrong move. Um, I think they need to help the ecosystem overall. I think a Pixel Watch with all the cool features and all the cool things they can do would be the win, especially with, like you say, the data and stuff from, from Fitbit. Uh, if they allow Fitbit to just continue on, which maybe they will, I guess it depends on how their sales continue to go. If they continue to decline, maybe you, I mean, we know one thing about Google, they are not shy about shutting stuff down. They yeah. will drop a program quickly. Yeah. Program company would have done matter. Goodbye. Um, so uh, in some ways, if I'm Fitbit, I mean, you might be like, oh, cool. They're coming in to rescue us. But <laughs> with that rescue comes probably some expectations of like, okay, y'all need to, we need to figure this out. Because if not, you're still getting, you're still going to the the cleaver. Your, your head getting cut off. So, I, I'm listen. I I am hopeful that a really cool either Fitbit uh, or, or Pixel Watch or whatever comes out of this. Whether it does remains to be seen. But we should not expect to see that for no less than no less than a year from now, if not even more, depending. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's transition. All right. So you got Echo Buds. Let me. Yes. Do you like them? So here's an interesting thing about them. First of all, uh, I have a lot of insight knowledge uh, of Amazon. Um, I know that that 129 price is probably not what they originally aimed for. I, my guess is based on things that I know about that company is they actually probably aim for $99 or maybe even 89. Wow. Now my, my further guess is that the reason they couldn't hit it is the licensing fee with Bose. Now, I, that is completely conjecture on my part, but again, I have a lot of inside knowledge of Amazon, so it would not surprise me if that was the case. Now, as far as the actual devices themselves, um, at 129 I feel like they might be slightly overpriced. Having said that, we know that Amazon loves to cut prices, and uh, Black Friday is probably going to be $99, in which case they're probably a, I would probably recommend them. A, they fit in my ears differently than any other um, in-ear earbuds I've ever, ever put in my ears they completely block out like the 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 most amazing passive noise cancellation i've 
or noise reduction that I've ever felt. Like they feel like they just fill my ear up. It's weird. I've never experienced this before. Um, the noise cancellation or noise reduction, because that's the important part. They don't have cancellation, they have reduction from Bose. Um, does work. It, it's not obvious. I actually had to go into my bathroom, turn on my little fan above above, and listen to it, and then I heard it. I did not hear it any other time. When I would turn it on and, and then turn on transparency mode, which, by the way, transparency mode works as you would expect, I never heard the noise cancellation until I went into my bathroom. And then they actually have the same exact feature as the AirPods do, where it tests your your fit. It, like, plays a sound and tries to see if it should fit, if, it, if your fit of your, what is that thing called, the nub or whatever, if you're it's using it. the right uh, ear tip. It does that. But my favorite thing about them is not even like the sound quality, which is fine. It's not great. It's fine. Is the fact that Alexa's built into it. And I have tons of echo devices in my house and I'm all about that Alexa life. So the fact that I can now turn on lights and everything while walking down the street or whatever the case may be, is, you shouldn't is, say that is awesome too loudly, me. you know? You yeah. Say that too loud. So, I mean, when you can do it with, with Siri and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I get it. Um, you can do so, Hey so, Siri hands free, right? On, with the buds. With uh, with the Echo, yeah, no, no, with the buds, with the uh, the AirPods, uh, the AirPod, Air Pro. Yes, uh, you can AirPod. you can do that okay. with the uh, AirPods Two and now AirPods Pro. So so wait, so um, with the buds themselves, you can control Alexa. Yes. Now is that coming through? So that transfers from your phone, like like it uses yeah, so like the internet you have the Alexa there? app built on on your phone, which right. is the same app that if you have any Alexa devices, you already have. It's just a new device and it just sees it as another Alexa device, which is kind of cool because pretty much everything you can do with Alexa at home, you can do with the earbuds, which means turning on and off lights, asking the weather, calling people, playing, bringing up music, like everything. So in that way, it's very capable. And um, I, I, that's why that's one reason I think, I think that's a saving grace because price wise, I'm not happy with it. It's the same price as the galaxy buds and the galaxy buds give you a, maybe a little bit more functionality. Um, but at $99, if it ever drops to that, I think it's just a really cool alternative. Yeah. So I would have to try them against the, 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 the AirPod pros to really, I mean, that's, that's almost like a different there. category at that point. That's, that's 250. So, yeah, <laughs> but I think that's part of, I think that's part of the thing is you try to figure out what, cause I was using the galaxy buds with my iPhone. Cause I actually want to do a video about that. Like using galaxy buds with iPhone. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, they're just Bluetooth headphones, so of course they work. Right. However, the question is, is how much are you giving up by going from an AirPod or, or an AirPod Pro to regular Bluetooth earbuds, which do a lot of the same things? Now, everything, no. However, the Alexa ones, you can, let me think, you can, you can actually make it use Siri instead, in which case, does that now become a better alternative or cheaper alternative than the AirPod Pros because it has the the transparency mode, which I think you can turn on by voice. It has, you know, um, the sound, it's got the, the, it's got everything and you can bring up Siri as an assistant. So then what's the difference other than price? And they both have noise cancellation, noise reduction, noise cancellation. So I would like to hear the difference to see if it's really worth it. Obviously with AirPods, you're going to get further integration into iOS, but again, it's, but like it's what? How, I've always how, wondered that. What is that? What is the further integration? Okay, so for example, a lot of people like to bring up the pairing process. So as soon as you bring the AirPods close to your iPhone, it pops up on the screen. It says connect, you hit connect. Then once you connect it to your iPhone, 
It just connects to any other Apple device on your account. So if you have a Mac, if you have an iPad, if you have an Apple Watch, all of a sudden those are all connected. You don't have to do any of the pairing process again. And then just opening the case, it pops up on your iPhone. A lot of that integration between switching the devices, they have like a new chip inside of it to make that like super quick. So it's a lot of those small little things. Like, again, it's not like any one major feature that all of a sudden you have iOS. Like like in my AirPods Pro review, I say, these are even good for Android phones. I text it, I tested out my Pixel. The sound sounded fine. You do lose some of those integration features, but it just does make for a better overall experience when, you, when you're using the device every day. It's like those little things start to add up after a while. And I agree that that's one of the things I've noticed about using my iPhone, that those little things add up. But I'm trying to understand above and beyond the initial pairing process, what is the big, the big other thing? Like, what is the, the other big thing? So I paired it. I like that it goes across all your devices. I think that's cool. But that's a one-time thing. Then what? Oh, I, I agree with question. you. I don't, I don't think that anything is, like, major with the integration there. I don't, I don't again, like a lot of people like to say, oh, it's so unfair that Apple can do that with their, with their earbuds and stuff like that. But it's, it's not like the biggest thing in the world. Any Bluetooth earbuds that you prefer to wear will work. I, I personally like the way that AirPods and AirPods Pro fit in my ear. I like how small they are, the battery life. Mm. Case size is really important to me. Um, how, how, how's the case size on like the Echo Buds? Because like on the AirPods, it's, it's, you fit it's those wide. like, in, it's wide. Yeah. It's why it's not that bad though. I mean, it's a little bit, it's yeah. a, it is bigger than the Galaxy Buds. The Galaxy uh, Buds, it's like a perfect size. And okay. even in the AirPods are kind of a perfect size, but yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I like to put it in like that, like small, like that pants pocket, like on the top, like mm. what the hell is that for? But I like to put it in there. So with like a bigger case, like I have the Powerbeats Pro as well. Again, funny. Cause it's, it's a, you know, those are owned by Apple, but the case is so big. I never want to carry it around <laughs> with me. That's why I like about AirPods. It's so small that it's not even like a thought. Am I, am I going to bring my AirPods with me? It's, it's just always there with me. Like I don't have any issue right. with it, but um, right. it, it would, it would be interesting to see if you get AirPods pro, maybe, maybe you can use it and kind of see if the integration's worth it. Or again, you're spending a lot less money for those echo buds. Uh, or even a lot of other uh, options. Uh, yeah, as well. there's I just happen there's, to like, there's wait. so many options in like the yes. earbud space now. And that, I think that's 100%. one of the most exciting areas in like tech right now. You're getting a lot of innovation in like these earbuds. Prices are going down. Um, our, our friend El Jefe does like amazing reviews on all of these like headphones, like all the time, all these like earbuds. And it's like so amazing to see that market like grow ever since the headphone yes. jack went away. That, that market's like yes. exploding. There are like so many good options out there that even AirPods might seem overpriced. I think I, for me, you know, I, I like to get like the best possible experience. I think it provides like the best package in terms of all the features combined. And I'm willing to pay a little more for that. But again, if you're looking for like, you can get like pretty good, like earbuds for like 60 bucks or something like that. It's, it's yeah. pretty amazing. It's really and exciting. I think, um, to, to kind of wrap this idea up, I think that it, you have to, and I said this in a video, you kind of have to give Apple props for that because before the AirPods came out, yeah, there were some truly wireless earbuds, but it was not a big deal. There were not that many of them. Now they're like left, right, and center. And, and yeah. it's very obvious and, and, and that when Apple comes out with stuff, all of a sudden it's relevant, which is weird to say, but it's true. It's true. What do yeah. you want to say? It's true. What, what was the name of that? I think they're like the Bragdy Dash were like the first, one of the first ones. I forget the name. But they had like a two-hour like battery life, and it's like, okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> like Air AirPods yeah, no. came out with like a five-hour they were truly wireless. That was like the big thing. 
mm-hmm. during that first year of AirPods or like a couple awkward attempts, Google came out with like yep. their Pixel Buds, but they had like a wire still attached to them. Yeah. Now, now that's the funniest thing to me. Going back to Google, they also have an earbud coming out, but they're not launching it until 2020. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. And it's it's uh, not even so like early 2020. It's like holiday season 2020. Like we got a whole whole year to wait for those. I can't believe that. Like how how hard is it to make it? You got every single company now making these wireless earbuds. Everyone wants to be in this market, much like the watch, because there's probably some technology that's going to make its way into these wearable, hearable devices that a lot of these companies know about. And they're like, Okay, we gotta we gotta be on the ground floor on this one. We want to be there for when that's ready. We gotta get into the market, get our name known, because in five years, when this feature happens, if we're not in this market, we're we're dead. Yeah, they're so far behind. It's uh, it's sad to say, but um, by the time whatever that thing comes out is, there's going to be three or four knockoffs by Chinese manufacturers that have more features for less money. It it's 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 sad. Oh, Someone over there needs to kick their butt, man. I don't get it. Amazon's Google. Amazon's crazy. They got like that ring, the ring. Yeah. The frames. Yeah. I signed up and for that yeah, wait list on the frames. Cool. I, I want that. Yeah. I want to try that one. So I've known about that for over a year. Um, those uh, originally, and I don't know if it's still the case. I think it's still the case. They go, if you have prescription glasses, you're supposed to, you're supposed to work with your prescription glasses. I don't know if that's, I think that's still the case. That was the original concept. I, I don't have prescription glasses. And so I, I guess you could use it with, with sunglasses, I guess. I like, just, I, I just want to, I just want like, I hope they just put like a, just like a regular frame in there. I just want to look smart. You know, I just want to yeah, be a poser. Exactly. Yeah. I'm tired of looking. Dumb. I really kind of want the Google glass, but a lot cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's years ago, but I want that, but cheap. Oh man. App, Apple <laughs> might be working on that AR headset uh, for next year. It's going to, it's, Hey man, things are getting we'll interesting see. in the, like this wearable space. It's it's uh I think it's gonna start getting really really interesting. I think that's the new battleground. What do you guys think? You need to you need to contact us and tell us what you think the new battleground is, and you can reach us by leaving us a message on Anchor. Of course, Anchor.fm/slash. I think it's GadgetCast. I should probably just figure that out. Um, of course, show notes have links for all of our social medias. Um, you can totally reach out to us that way. There's also an email in there, and you can drop us a line and tell us what you think. What is the next battleground for tech? Is it mobile? Is it wearable? Is it something we're not thinking toilet about? Toilet tech. Is it holograms? The, the Toto toilet. That's the, uh, that's the battleground. Listen, it's bidet or nothing for me. Ooh. I'm all about that bidet life. That's a whole episode. I could do a whole episode on bidets, man. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode of GadgetCast where we go over all the bidets. <laughs> toilet. Toilet cast. <laughs> toilet cast. <laughs> That's our new spinoff podcast, uh, Toilet Cast. Is that, is that another shirt, Toilet Cast? I think we should do that. So hashtag Toilet Cast. If you see us on social media, hashtag Toilet Cast us. I want to see who hears this part of the podcast. Let me know that you're paying attention to this. But as always, we really appreciate you coming through on the Gadget Cast. I'm Travis. He's Greg. See you next week. <laughs>